So know me is to know that I love to celebrate my friends. I love to celebrate people in my circle. I love to celebrate people that have, you know, influence over me and people that I love generally. And in this story I'm about to share, they play a very important role in this story. And so for some people that have gone through my post today or for those that listen to this podcast today, you can relate to what I'm saying. Those that went through my post on my WhatsApp today, you would have seen me celebrating some certain people and they really played a major role in the story I'm about to share today. And I bless God for them. I bless God for them. If you know them personally, please go ahead and say thank you to them for me. I appreciate them for me. I really, really love them and... I pray that God bless them. I pray that, you know, the light of God continually shines on their path. So basically, this podcast is to share a deeper insight into the background story of my TV appearance. A few weeks ago, I think it's, yeah, it's a while now, maybe a month or two ago, one of my... Um, secondary school classmates mom texted me we have had a working um, relationship before I did um, an internship in our organization in my hundred after my hundred level so she used to see my whatsapp status and stuff and so she texted me and she was like I like what you do can you come and do this on my show she's the anchor of Eco Enterprise on LTV so when she said that I was greatly honored, I was fat. I was like, God, wow. You know, I was so wowed and everything. So I'm like, yes, ma. She said she will get back to me later. So I was even thinking, okay, later is. <laughs> but she got back to me not a few weeks later. And she said, okay, when will you be available? I was even pushing it forward then because. For what I was supposed to go and do on TV, I was still thinking, what soap will I go and do? Is a TV, um, it's going to be a pre-recorded shoot, but I need to do something that will be fast and quick and everything. Money for the raw materials, all those kind of things. I was thinking, okay, maybe I'll, have to, I'll, I'll be able to push the recording to a time when I'm probably creating a batch of soaps that have been paid for already. So I won't have to use my personal money to fund the tv appearance and stuff but it didn't happen like that the week she was expecting me i couldn't show up and she was quite pissed with me like why didn't you come i thought you were going to make it this week okay i said okay we're going to do it next week she even just texted me the sunday night and said so can you make it for tomorrow at that point you're dealing with an adult you can never say no or something i said okay i'll try to make it and i was i started to panic immediately after I ended that call, started to panic. How am I going to get it together? I didn't ever have any money that's going to get the raw materials. And anybody that is into cold process soap making or knows anything about it knows that it's not it's not beans. You actually need money to buy the oils. The oils are not cheap. So I was there thinking, okay, how am I going to do how am I going to do this? How am I going to do this? I was I was already panicking, bad bad. <laughs> and the first person I spoke to first said, Okay, um, what did the woman say? 
all them about the timing how is it going to work i'm like i need to get to the market first to even get the oils i do not even tell him then that i don't even have money to buy the oils but i'll tell him that my problem is i need to get to market to get the oils first before going to the tv station and she wants me there by 9 30. how will i do this i'm coming all the way from this outskirts going to lagos for this shoot like everything was already looking like a lot of stress and I was panicking, like, how is this going to work? Traffic, you know, many things just ran through my mind. Just said, calm down. Try to reach her later. Like, can you come a bit later? You need to get to the market first. Just communicate it to her. And I did that. So the next thing was, how will I get the money? I'm sure if I told him, then you would have found the money or would have bought. I know you, maybe, I don't even know how to explain it. I know you would do it, but I did not want to stress him with that at that point in time. So I reached out to another friend and I just texted immediately. I'm like, see, there are tears in my eyes right now. I need so and so amount for the shoot tomorrow. I already texted all of them. Like, that, okay, this is what's going on. I have a shoot tomorrow. Your girl is going on TV. And everybody was excited. So I just entered their own DM personally. Yes, there's a shoot tomorrow, but there's no money to buy the oils, <laughs> to buy the things I need currently. Even then, I don't have the tea fair. I was like, okay, we'll be fine. And she just said, okay, I should calm down. Sent the money to my account. I started to pack my bag of all the things I would need. Made, you know, necessary preparations. And so slept off, kept, you know, um, set an alarm, slept. And the next morning, woke up very early, prepared, and I was going. Remind you, there was no cash with me. Um, It was money in my account that was sent to me. So... I was going to I was going to this bus stop with my mom to go and get a bus to Lagos thinking we were going to enter the same bus and and just and she would pay for the bus that's the that was the plan anyways and when I get to the junction I'll just trek to the market withdraw get what I want to get then use money to get to my the remaining as my ticket to get to the TV station that's how I got to the place so my mom and I could not get the same bus. She had to enter a different bus. And she entered and I was even waving, forgetting that I had no, there was no cash with me. I had entered the bus that I was going to where I was going to go. Thank God the bus had not moved too far. Before I realized that oh, there's no money with me, I had to quickly get down. That was 27. A fresh panic attack was starting. Water was already welling up. Tears. You know, like, how is this happening to me? There's no way I can get a pega place or anywhere to withdraw because there's no bank in my area. I said to get to the bus stop and I'll need money to get to that major bus stop. There's no cash here. It was like being stranded there and then. And I was like, okay, maybe I'll have to trek home. What is this? Is this evil arrow? Is this what? Like, what is this? This morning of a shoot that I have that I even have to get to the market first. I started to trek back home. I remember that, okay, there's a pega place around my house. I got there. And thank God, the man, he had not opened, but he was there already. Just quickly did the transfer. I forgot to even mention that my phone, my battery was already low. And I didn't have ATM card. My battery was at 8% that day. And there was no ATM card. I already lost my ATM card. So it was only by transfer I could have even, you know, gotten a withdrawal done. So I got to the place. My phone was on 2%. I was there, muttering in tongues. I was at the very verge of a total breakdown 
tears were already trying to spill. I was just cleaning my eyes, cleaning my eyes, trying to be calm and praying that God, please let this money transfer before this phone goes off. I never knew I was going to call the woman, you know, when I get to the station. I just trusted that everything was going to be fine. There was no light. Like a lot of things had happened before that day, anyways. And thank God the transfer went through. I started my journey all over again and I got to the market, got everything I was going to do, went for the shoots, we did the shoots, started coming back home. Got home, the next day was my friend's birthday, we went to do birthday and I was with my friends for the rest of the week. So it was, the shoot happened on the Monday, yeah? it was on Thursday morning, I got the text, the woman texted me again that my Mrs. The woman, <laughs> Mrs. Kemi Muyadini, texted me and she said, You know what? There was a technical issue with the shoot. The chroma key, something, something, she used technical terms, something happened to it, and so we would have to reshoot. <laughs> I don't even know how to explain what happened that morning. I couldn't even reply. Start to shake again from the inside. Tears were just spilling. That was the morning I said I was talking to one of them and saw tears in my eyes. And it was just cleaning my eyes. Because I was like, why are you crying? I'm like, in my head, I'm like, why should I not be crying? This is a lot. Did I go through all of that on borrowed money, safe? I borrowed money to get this done I go through all of that for you to tell me that some technical issues happened and that was what spoiled me I started ranting that morning I remember I was saying I, I was saying repeatedly if God will open a door that I cannot sustain let him shut it he should leave me alone he should not stress me I was totally on my own now it's not like it's not like I was moving up and down looking for a TV opening I was not though was in my house. Somebody said they saw what I was doing and loved what I was doing. Is this how doors open and then they are banging in your face? So I should start looking for money. Start thinking up, you know. There and then I'm just like, okay, what's going on? For a lot of people that do not know, I started my business from scratch with little savings I had. And that's how it has been. So I, even when I had savings, I used to push everything into this business. Try to use it to fund um, productions and stuff like that. So it's not like I have one money I kept in one place. So I have one side also that is bringing extra money. This is all it is. My money is tied down based on a, like a production I just recently did that we've not um, finished selling the products. So there is no returns yet. And I still borrowed money to do this. TV appearance, to do the production on the TV appearance, how am I supposed to go and look for money? It wasn't even just the money that was stressing me at that point. It was remembering everything I went through on the day of that shoot, just to meet up with this shoot and seeing that everything had gone in vain. Like seeing that the panic, the everything was the same as don't, I did not appear. Because that's what it is. Say it was not good enough, technical something, something. And it was not her fault or my fault. It was probably due to 
there was no proper studio set up or anything that happened that day. I cried a lot that morning. So that was the introduction. <laughs> so one of my favorite people, Uncle Odi, had a small worship and prayer event that evening. And we showed up that evening and they were praying. I remember as they were praying, I could not even pray. I could not concentrate. What had happened that morning was still on my mind. And what did I do? I would not even mutter it in words, but in my heart I was telling God, you know that if I want to do gymnastics, it will be gymnastics. It will just be me shouting loudly, muttering tongues, but I don't mean it. I am angry at you right now. How did you let that how did you let that happen to me? Like what went wrong? What's going on? Is it me? I'm putting in time and effort. Why does it feel like you know? At that point in my heart I was really ranting to God and physically anybody that seen me then would have just seen somebody crying. Like in so much agony. That was all I was just doing, crying. Tears were just falling again and again and again, repeatedly. But that was what was going through my heart. Like, if it will not work, don't just open the door. Why? Why this? Why raise my hopes and have it dashed? Why do I have to go through that whole process again? And for somebody, it will feel like, okay, that's a small thing. But something similar had happened before very similar a very big thing had happened don't think i want to go into that story that one is still a very a very very i don't know a very deep one for me and that happened recently where i was just i was just um coming to terms with it i was just settling it just letting go just accepting faith and this one happens again I'm like, but God, I'm not the one struggling for all these things. There's another thing if you had one struggling to have doors open for you and they are banking in your face, that's okay. You had one struggling to open those doors. But this one is, uh, I was on my own in my house, so, <laughs> I was on my own, oh, just somewhere. And these things are coming and this upheavals, why this, um, it felt like something that happened in school one time. I think it was my final year where we got bed space and then checked the portal hours later to find out that the bed spaces have been taken. They said something, something. Though we later found out they rectified it and we got our bed spaces. But that was what it felt like. You know, we used to say that time that um, we used to use that thing as a joke then that they gave you space as, you know, just gave you for a few hours, you rejoice and everything, then took it back. That was what it felt like going through all that stress, going through all that pain, all that trauma, because that morning was, it was so upsetting. It was, I can't even explain the feeling. But really, I thank God for my community of friends in all of this. That's something I really want to highlight. Because even when I got this news, I was happy that I wasn't at home. I wasn't at home. This met me where I was with people. I could rant. I could really get it off my chest. I was able to, all of us go together to, and prayer and worship event and I was in that, you know, in that community of people again. I was not alone. So it couldn't hit me as bad as probably if I was alone. So I was there just crying, worshipping. A word came in the middle of the meeting. Oh, so, so, came in. They were saying, I cannot remember the word now because I was not paying attention. That time I was like, God doesn't even like me. It cannot be me. I'm sure there's another care me. Because if you, if you say God loves me, I know this is happening to me. I'm sorry, but I'm very real with my work with God. I'm not necessarily materialistic. I'm, I don't I don't judge my work with God or the love of God based on things, physical things that I have. But you just expect that if somebody loves you, things 
things should just work out fine and even if it don't work out fine let there be an explanation but god was i'm sure god was just smiling in heaven that you know you're probably going to come out of this thing loving me more than you loved me before this and after the meeting i remember the same person the pastor that gave the word he saw me after and was still saying, Oh, you, I saw I saw your post. I saw you um, reading the Bible in Yoruba. Oh my God, that was beautiful. Something shifted in me as I listened to it. That was not ordinary. You have a gift, you know. He was encouraging me. And that was, imagine for somebody that was coming from that place of agony. I was just smiling, sad smiles. And, he, and then the look changed, shifted. And he started prophesying that same prophecy. In fact, deeper than that. More than five to ten minutes, this man was prophesying, praying for me, praying over me, deep declarations. And all I could do, I was just crying. Because I'm like, God, you too, they do. <laughs> I said I was not going to hear it. Even if I refused to hear it during the meeting, you are so intentional that you made that word. It's not everybody it happens for. It's not every time it happens. But you, you are so intentional about this child. You wanted that word to come out and you wanted me to know that, see, this one was for you, it wasn't for another came in somewhere else. Because I don't even, it's only me that there will be a word in meetings and they will say, Kemi. I'm like, Kemi, nobody calls me Kemi. So why is God giving people word with Kemi? So I felt like it wasn't for me. But there and then you confirmed that this one was for you. I know that now you are so burdened, so hurt that you probably will not hear what I have to say. You are so angry with me that you probably will not give me a listening ear. But let me use this vessel to communicate what I want to say to you. And that was what it was for me that night. That was a strength now for the second phase because I was still going to go for the reshoot. When my friends were my friends were with me at that meeting so one of them was just like so have you replied the woman go and reply her now i had not replied them i could not i was destabilized said go and reply her we will do the reshoot you know that was that was literally what said said go and reply her. we will do the reshoot how much is the money we will raise the go fund me or whatever like within ourselves it was like inside joke we will find the money and we'll do it and that was exactly what happened Went to reply okay when next next week and we fixed it for last week tuesday in fact this time around it was an easier experience i had to still go back to the market on the same day stuff but it was an amazing experience the same person that borrowed me money for the first show just cancelled he said don't bother paying back don't bother about it just leave it let it go it may not mean a lot to anybody but it meant so much to me so so much that was a serious investment in my brand for me and the next week my friends came up gathered up the money for the next shoot and that's how we did the shoot so here is me acknowledging my community of friends they mean a lot to me not just because of how they support me financially but how they support me emotionally spiritually they are all around her and that's just a few of the people that influence few of people that that love me and really come through for me but they are the core i love them so much and yeah this is the background story of everything that happened and the build up to my appearance on lagos television to make whole process so i hope this has given somebody closure this has shown somebody that sometimes the background to the things you see there's more to what you see 
there is more to the story than what you see most times we tell stories we doctor the stories to to communicate what we want to communicate we choose what we want to tell what we do not want anybody to know nobody will know and I just hope this blesses you. I'm sure you are hearing a vibration sound. This is like a very impromptu on the G recording. I hope this blesses you and this sheds light as it's supposed to be. God bless you. Bye.